chapter eight of copper top this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by kathleen copper top by harold gaze chapter eight towards the great west land we don't seem to have done much good grumbled tibbs and you never will if you grumble said a cheery voice which they knew belonged to mr atom although he is far too small for them to see you'll never find a december day in these cold parts if you stay here till the moon turns into cheese i suppose not but whatever are we to do said coppertop see if the west wind has one to spare s but how are we to find him asked kittyweed in a tired little voice that's easy said mr atom cheerily he lives in the great westland how shall we get there asked all three children excitedly just walk with the sunshine upon your right shoulder and you'll reach the west land before you're much older ta-ta and with this advice he left them come on let's try it cried tibbs beaming and turning their backs on the south wind's castle they commenced their long tramp to the west i do wish i was my right size again sighed coppertop it's so tiring walking and we simply can't fly whilst we're so large as she uttered this wish she suddenly commenced to grow smaller and smaller until to her great joy she was her right size again that's strange she exclaimed and then she noticed that she had her foot upon a bright green stone frozen into the ice it's a wishing stone explained tibbs who was also growing rapidly smaller s so it is cried kittyweed but how either of them knew anything about it was a puzzle for they had never seen it before hurrah exclaimed coppertop joyfully realizing the power that the wishing stone gave her i'll wish for a fine hot before she could say december day a gust of warm wind blew round them and the sun came out through the hazy sky and shone brightly upon them it is a december day she cried clapping her hands with joy it is the right day at last but in the wrong place sneered a voice from a passing cloud and looking up the children saw the mean spiteful face of the clerk of the weather what does he mean by that growled tibbs i'd like to punch that chap but soon they found out what he meant for the snow and the ice all round them were melting rapidly with the heat of the december day sun upon them the icebergs thawed into waterfalls and the snow melted from under their feet and in a very short while they were floating helplessly in a vast sea where the field of ice had been cheer up said the familiar voice of mr atom things are seldom as bad as they seem keep up your hearts and your heels and you'll never drown i don't believe i care much if i do sighed coppertop things are so awfully disappointing just when i thought i had it too if i don't get it soon mummy and daddy will arrive on no day at all and i shan't be there either they'll be terrifically upset i know they will and i'm just dying to see them you'll die without seeing them my dear if you don't do as i tell you keep your heart and your heels up cheer up old girl said tibbs who was swimming close by s cheer up cecy echoed kittyweed as he floated past but i did think i had it at last sobbed coppertop 
you can't get a thing by just wishing for it warned mr atom nothing that's worth having is won that way that's all very well but however are we to get it we shan't find it in this horrid old sea pouted the child then take to your wings and fly to the west land as fast as you can that's my advice said mr atom wings shouted the children why we quite forgot we had any cried coppertop brightening up there is always a way out of troubles smiled mr atom bye-bye and he was gone up into the warm air flew the children spreading their wings gladly and keeping the sunshine upon the right shoulder they sped off towards the west after flying some miles they came upon a number of seagulls who seemed very interested in the children funny things said one gull they don't seem to have any tails i expect they're some new kind of bat said another bats have four legs and so have these very ugly bats cried a third their skin is all loose and they haven't any fur on it they are not bats bats only fly in the twilight these have wings like flying fish said one who had travelled far queer fish sneered another i shouldn't like to eat em you try gracious i only hope they don't cried coppertop in alarm they'd better not attempt to said tibbs rolling back his sleeves do you remember that lovely seagull pie we ate last sunday he cried in a loud voice we didn't began coppertop hush warned tibbs look for at the mention of seagull pie the birds nearest to them grew pale and edged nervously away monsters shrieked a large hen seagull but she flew off when tibbs looked at her and very soon they all departed uttering dismal cries and the travellers were left in peace to continue their journey gracious me what is that great bird cried coppertop pointing to a large white creature gliding through the air in front of them it's a great great grandpapa seagull i spect ventured kittiwee nonsense said tibbs that's an albatross yes so it is agreed kittiwee do albatrotters bite he added we shall soon know said tibbs as the great bird swooped round and came towards them s but i don't want to know like that cried kittiwee if he bites cece i'll kill him dead i will oh i'm not frightened of a bird said coppertop besides he's got quite a kind sort of face hasn't he thought you might like a lift my hearties said the albatross abruptly as he flew up where are you bound westland sir said tibbs who determined to humour the bird it's a long long way too is he going to sing tipperary thought coppertop westland remarked the albatross get aboard you lubbers i'm sailing that way coppertop didn't know whether to be annoyed or not at being addressed as a lubber but decided that the bird meant it kindly not all on the starboard side or will capsize warned the albatross as the children hastened to avail themselves of his kind invitation stow yourselves abaft the hatch between the main sheets he directed but there aren't any sheets said coppertop in bewilderment or even blankets although as she said this it seemed to her that he was rather like a bed a feather one he means his wings whispered tibbs we must sit up here on his shoulders are you all aboard my hearties ay ay sir answered tibbs in truly nautical style and they started off but the children found it rather hard to keep their balance 
as the bird's back was inclined to be slippery and kittiwee slid backwards on to its tail ahoy there shouted the albatross keep that young shaver off my steering gear and the other two hastily pulled him back and now they were swaying and gliding in a most soothing way and at a very good speed over the deep blue waters it was the strangest trip they had ever made and quite one of the nicest sometimes they flew so low that they skimmed the water and flecked it into a thousand glowing spray bubbles and the shadowy form of some large fish could be seen gliding along under the water hoping for a chance nibble if the albatross should be foolish enough to settle then again they would glide upwards till they were on a level with the fleecy clouds and the waves looked like ripples beneath them if that isn't old skipper blubberkins the whale what's he doing up in these warm parts cried the albatross with your permission my hearties we'll just pull alongside and see what the old pirate has to say for hisself the albatross certainly talked like a true old salt but whether he learnt it from the sailors or the sailors learnt it from him is a problem hard to decide you never can tell skipper blubberkins the whale was asleep when they arrived and looked much more like an island than a living animal he's the hugestest person i've seen exclaimed kittiwee how enormous his great-great-grandpapa must be he's always had an idea that the word great before grandpapa referred to the size of that individual and not to his place upon the family tree they were cruising about in the air above the whale's head wondering how to announce their visit politely there being no front-door knocker nor even an electric bell look out i believe something's going to happen cried tibbs suddenly for there had come a strange gurgling sound beneath them and the next moment before the albatross could move a wing the whale spouted they were drenched they were soaked to the skin and even under that this was evidently a little joke on the part of the whale for he had his absurd little eyes open all the while and must have waited until the albatross and the children were over his head man the pumps you lubbery longshoreman i'm foundering shouted the distracted bird who's floundering what do you mean cried tibbs bewildered by the sudden uprush of water kittiwee was too frightened to say anything at first he just clung to one of the bird's big wing feathers and waited for the deluge to stop coppertop was the calmest of all she was so busy trying to obey the orders of the confused albatross that she had no time to be afraid tibbs do help she cried he wants us to man the pumps whatever that is and where are the pumps i can't see any it's terrifically confusing she added and my hair's all in my eyes i'm positive i look a sight yes you do said tibbs with brotherly frankness and the old bird is crazy he cried he imagines he's a ship he looks more like a bed to me said coppertop and then she wondered why she had said it then came the gurgling sound from below once more the albatross swerved and the children turned pale they thought they were going to have a second drenching but this time it was only mr skipper blubberkins laughing at the success of his little joke at this the albatross quivered with rage and flew down to tell the whale exactly or very nearly what he thought of him he was in a furious temper and shrieked at the placid whale 
but mr skipper blubberkins only gurgled more than ever until the bird grew so hoarse he could not utter another word you shouldn't lose your temper and say things like that in front of my sister cried tibbs leaning forward and shouting to the angry bird lar bless me cried the whale as he caught sight of tibbs why didn't you say you had a cargo aboard maybe i shouldn't have made so free with my spoutings if i'd known blow me retorted the albatross you should look before you spout where are ye going my dears shouted the whale as two other heads came peeping over to the west land answered coppertop we're searching for a december day she added and we thought the west wind might lend us one of his lar now why you've just missed the west wind by a fin's length he blew by here about two bells after the dog watch won't you come inside and sit down added mr skipper blubberkins with an inviting smile not if i know it said the albatross ungraciously and with one sweep of his mighty wings he sped on and the whale was soon left behind i-i should rather like to have gone in said coppertop chapter eight